Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. In today's episode, we're going to be doing another special one where we talk about and do a like we do a spoiler review of another movie. This one, this time being The Conjuring Three: The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, if you haven't seen the one where we did The Quiet Place Part Two, um, basically, we don't know if we're going to keep doing movie reviews, but we haven't really seen a good horror movie come out in theaters for such a long time because theaters in the U.S. were closed. So we really wanted to do a couple episodes um, focused on horror movies. Originally, we thought about combining them in one, but we're like, what if someone's seen one but not the other one? They might not right? want to listen to yeah. like a spoiler talk of that. So we'll just be giving our thoughts on it um, and just generally talking about it. Uh, yeah. All right. So if you're familiar with the Conjuring universe, as it is known to be called now. Then, yeah. Yes. Because there's literally like... Oh, there's so many. Like eight movies in it, I believe, right now. Because there's Conjuring um, 1, 2, 3. There's The Nun. There's three Annabelles. There's, there's three Annabelles. Okay, so there's three Annabelles. <laughs> and apparently La Llorona is part of it as well. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot and of movies nun. in this whole series. But um, this is the third that prominently features um, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are... Um, paranormal investigators yeah they're like if you know anything about the paranormal field you know who ed and lorraine are yeah, I think demonologists demonologists yeah, which, all that fun which stuff. we're thinking about if you're interested in hearing an episode where we talk about them more in detail our opinions on them and just just generally an episode about them and their life and stuff like that let us know yeah because that would be probably an interesting topic um but yeah uh, so this was the first one of the Conjuring, Conjuring movies, um, that was not directed by James Wan. Um, and I, it was actually directed by the same guy who did La Llorona, which, unfortunately, that does show a bit. This <laughs> film isn't, a lot of people are giving this film a lot of hate online, um, and I don't think that it's as bad as what most people are saying. People are making it sound like it's just, like, a pile of crap compared to the other ones. Um, it's not as good as the first two. I'll start by saying that. It's not as good as the first two. Um, James Wan has a certain way that he directs movie. Everything he touches is at least decent, it tends to be. Even yeah. the Fast and Furious movie he made was okay, and I don't really like those movies. <laughs> uh, but this one, for whatever reason, I don't know why. He's probably working on something else, but he wasn't the director of this one. There's just certain things like... I like So the first one had a lot more like iconic stuff the first and second one had a lot more iconic stuff like the second one had like the crooked man and the nun and a lot of like really inventive like jump scares and yeah. stuff like that um the first one i don't know if it had as much i don't know if it has much iconic stuff in they it introduced annabelle really quick well yeah in the first one um well of course if you've seen the preview for the first one the first one has that like I thought it was I I iconic the stupid like she lights the light and that. Well, yeah that's yeah that's, that I think is so that, iconic. yeah that's that's a very know. iconic scene yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking characters but yeah that's definitely the most iconic scene from um, the first one um and the first one is just the um, when it came out there was like a lull in horror movies where there wasn't too many good ones coming out and that one really came out and stood and stood out and this was yes. also you know James Wan was like doing a lot like he was like uh, right off of like Insidious and and, and stuff like that um. Well, those ones both basically focused on one location, like one like haunted house, essentially, each one did. Like, they mm -hmm. ventured a little bit outside of that. This one is kind... This one focuses on multiple locations. Yeah, because it's not... Um, 
It's not necessarily about a location being haunted. It's about a particular um, persons being haunted. Um, essentially, um, basically what this is, is it's, uh, it turns out to be like a curse that this person puts on a certain person. Right. And that person is basically tormented to see all this stuff and to act out and do all these horrible things because they're, they're, the end game of this person that's doing the curse is to basically get ultimate power. I guess. I didn't really under... Selling their soul. Yeah, I didn't really under... To be honest, I didn't quite understand the main villain's purpose. Like, what exactly it was they were trying to achieve. Yeah, she was basically looking for power and she was... Um, she was selling her soul to the devil, and the only way she could do that was to give him souls. And that's why the, the first, uh, uh, this is a spoiler one, so if you haven't seen it, too sh- tough shit. Um, the f- curse is basically the first person has to be, um, has to murder someone. And then the second part of that curse is, Someone has to die by their own hand. And those souls are given to that demon. And that basically is the payment for her to get this ultimate power so that she can um, essentially become... Uh, she was basically a witch in in a sense because she had an altar and everything like that. Yeah. And she was doing spells and stuff. And um, yeah, and that's why at the end they're like... He wants a soul. and Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, yeah. I guess, it's not that I didn't get it. It's just, it felt stupid a little bit. Like, I don't know, like, the whole premise of it was just, like, a way for them to be like, I don't know, I just didn't, it didn't feel like it gelled very well for me. Like, her, her, like, it just didn't feel like a good reason. She's like, I want power, so I'm going to find this random demon that makes someone kill someone, kill themselves, and then I get magic demon power. Like, it just is stupid. Like, yeah, it, it was kind of strange in that sense. Yeah. Um, it just, it felt like they were just like really grasping at straws to just for someone to randomly be summoning demons to well, do bad things. The to reason she did it was because she, um, her father being the priest, yeah, he was so involved in doing the research for the occult that he was basically ignoring her. And he, she wanted a way to make sure that he didn't ignore her. It was essentially a revenge thing. Yeah, well, she kills him, so that's yeah. kind of a revenge it, it, I know, right it there. was like, okay, well, you, yeah. you killed him. He, you got his attention, and then you killed him. I feel like the story overall was just kind of dumb. I mean, most horror, a lot of horror movies like this, the story's not great. But this one, I just, I really, I, I thought the story was pretty stupid. And also, I mean, obviously, we haven't mentioned it yet, but The Devil Made Me Do It. It's referring to an actual case where, mm. God, what's the name of the actual person? I um, I don't remember. Arnie Johnson, I believe. Where he claimed that the reason he had murdered someone was because of, you know, The Devil Made Him Do It. Yeah. Um, yeah, Arnie, Arnie Johnson, and he murdered his landlord. And they basically used the um, not guilty by reason of demonic possession as his plea. Um, you can look it up. He actually was convicted of manslaughter. We received like, what, five years? Five years. That's I mean, now, mind you, this was in 1981, but still... Five years, that's all he got. And he still, I mean, he still technically did murder somebody. He stabbed him, like, 
26 times or something like that, I think. I also it just was quite a few times. I feel like this, I just don't really know if this is, if I was like a director or someone, like, I don't know if, out of all the Lorraine's, like, stories, I don't know if this is the one that I would choose. Because it almost feels like, almost slightly offensive, like, in a way, too. And I mean, I know it was a long time ago, but I mean, like, you know, like, oh, well, this guy, like, you're making all the, you're making a movie that's based off of, like, an actual murder that happened. You're like, well... This is what happened. Obviously, it's not claiming to all be true, but it's based on a true story. And they're like, well, this is what happened. This crazy demon person made this guy do it when more than likely this guy was just a murderer. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have been like clinically insane or something, but I just find yeah, it an like, interesting thing to be like, oh, well, let's make this whole fictional thing about why this guy, all based off of this one murder that happened. Yeah, like he could have had like some sort of, yeah, he could have been inflicted with some sort of mental illness that caused him to black out maybe or something like that or he's just cunning enough that he's like oh yeah it wasn't me it was the devil you know it was a demon and to make like all this convoluted stuff um again it's based on a true story right you um know, but i mean this one is like really loosely basic the only thing that's true like, was that he murdered someone yeah he murdered like, someone and because i assume the the warrens jail, yeah. were actually involved in some way i didn't look much yes. into the actual yeah story they actually did the the whole thing with them being um part of the whole um plea and everything like that and they actually took the stand and everything like yeah. that that all was true that actually did happen they actually did do um, all the research and stuff to, to, you know, validate his claim that he was uh, demonically the, possessed. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> do. But, uh, I mean, there were some things I, I, I did like in it. Um, I really did like, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I really did like John Noble's character. He, uh, what was it, Father Kastner. Um, he was the one that, you know, played basically the, the t- kind of twist at the end is that he's actually the father of the, the devil, the lady that's summoning the demon on people and stuff like that but i love john noble and haven't seen him in anything for a while and (laughs) he needs to be in more things and i like him a lot um also patrick wilson um and vera farmiga um both did amazing as always they're both great um i wish vera was in more stuff as well i absolutely love her like if you haven't seen bates motel you need to go watch that that oh my god she's so freaking good um, Patrick Wilson's also just great. Um, so I liked all that. There was, uh, there was some cool slick scenes, like when she's in the woods. But yeah, there was some cool scenes. And like I said, I like I like the one where she's like going through the woods and stuff like that. That was kind of a cool scene. Um, the end, the ending part was pretty cool when like the demon was basically inside of Patrick Wilson's character. Oh yeah, um, Ed. <laughs> when oh he was yeah. Chasing Lorraine around, trying to basically kill Lorraine with a sledgehammer. I think is what he had. It wasn't was very, it? very. Yeah. Um... Had little hints of uh, The Shining in it. Yes, I guess it did. Yeah, yeah it really did. Because at one point he's actually dragging the sledgehammer yeah. on the ground. And even the way it was filmed, yeah. Was, yes, it's so I, I was and actually ways. giggling when we were watching it because I'm like, oh my god, this is great. I'm just waiting for the yeah. dun dun music to well, go on. Well, there's a lot of very like tongue in cheek references, mm-hmm. like The Exorcist, like almost a shot for shot oh, reference yeah. of when the when the priest pulls up to the house standing under like a street light in mm-hmm. front of the house in the fog. Um, yeah, like, and, and again, trailers ruined so much, like, I thought there was a pretty decent, creepy thing with, like, the waterbed in the face, but I saw it on the trailer, so I'm like, yeah. so just that got completely ruined, and then, like, they tried to do stuff that felt like, kind of how, like, there's the iconic nun scene in the second one, where it comes out of the picture frame, there's, like, this corpse, but, like, <sighs> 
I just thought that all was kind of dumb. It didn't really do anything for me. Basically, they have to go in and she has to hold the hand of a corpse to like try and find this lady. And that was fine. But then there's just this big bloated corpse that like it basically becomes a zombie. And I think she's supposed to be possessing it is what's happening. Yeah, the but evil lady is possessing the corpse. and It just felt so over the top. Yeah, it was kind of... I didn't find it scary at all. I found it almost silly. It was silly. It kind of reminded me of um, scary stories with the... The, the hugging. That was lady. actually creepy, though. But that was creepy. But it kind of reminded me of that just because it was just this big actually, guy you know it, and he was It just... looked more like the Scarecrow, actually. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I think that's what yeah, you're it did. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, it did. But yeah, and I just... I don't know. And then what was the what was the other thing that... um oh. I don't know. I do rem- I do recall there was a scene where they're walking down this hallway and they kind of did like a thing with... um uh kind of like in the invisible man the new invisible man if you haven't seen it yet go see it i'm gonna spoil something um where they keep like turning and looking at things and you're like am i supposed to see something and then they just turn back and you're like maybe and they kind of did that at one point they're walking through the house and they're walking down that hallway and they kind of just slightly turn into a room and i'm like I'm doing this. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And there's nothing there. What's and then this, they just turn back. This movie needed more subtlety. Like, there was just, I mean, like, it just opened so ridiculously with, like, this demonic possession of this kid twisting like a pretzel and oh all the windows gosh. breaking. Like, yeah. the whole movie was just a bit too much. And that's one of the things you see, like, when James Wan did it, like, some of the stuff was a little over the top. Yeah. But, like, it was more reserved towards the end. And it wasn't so in your face. Like, it was borderline. Like, this movie was more horror slash action movie than just a horror movie. It was much less scary than the other ones. There's still, it's still a horror movie because there's a lot of creepy imagery, but there wasn't, wasn't that tenseness Mm -hmm. like the other ones that the other, that you really got from the other ones. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, if you like the first two, I still think that you'll find enjoyment out of this one. There's just a lot of problems I had with it. And if they do make a fourth, which I'm sure they will, because movies make a lot of money. Um, (laughs) Hopefully James Wan does it again, but I kind of doubt he will. I'm sure James James Wan needs to make a new horror movie. I don't know if he's working what he's working on at the moment, but I'd like to see another horror movie come out of James Wan because yeah. he hasn't done a horror movie in a little while now. But um, what would you? Well, I don't know. Out of ten, Kim, what would you? What would you give this movie? Um, eight point five. Oh wow, that's way higher than I would. Yeah, I would give it a six. Um, oh wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's it's above average, but I do not consider it a good movie. I consider it above average. Um, worth seeing if you've seen the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's better than, like, some of the Annabelles. There's one good Annabelle. I think it's Annabelle Comes Home is the good one. <laughs> There's one good one. The other ones are pretty trash. Um, haven't seen The Nun yet. Um, even though it's not supposed to be good, eventually I'll get around to it. And haven't seen The, the Curse of La Llorona yet either, but... Yeah, overall a disappointment. We didn't see it in theaters. I have HBO Max. We just watched it there. And I'm kind of glad I did that instead of paying money to go see it in the theater. Glad I saw A Quiet Place 2 in theaters. Glad I saw that one. And make sure you do check out our review of that uh, movie as well. It's also a spoiler one, so don't watch it until you've seen the movie because we go completely uh, in-depth and talk about all aspects of it. But thank you very much for watching. And again, if you like this type of content, let us know that you like it. And we might continue to do things like this because I've... We just do all so much already. I would like to do more smaller movies because I watch a lot of like independent movies and stuff yeah. like that. So if you're interested in something like that, just let us know and we will try to do something like that. 
thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Oh!